In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One who did not break His promise revealed to Isaiah, but fulfilled it in a Son coming to be broken for us. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, if you were with us on Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the season of Lent, you were here and you were a part of the group that, together with a whole bunch of other people, made certain vows this Lent that we would reject certain sins that we knew that we had trouble with. Understanding that in rejecting certain sins, we're not rejecting all of our sins, and that we certainly still need forgiveness for all of them. But we decided together as a community that we were going to try to reject certain sins, so that we might bring some richness to the understanding of forgiveness that we have. And the understanding of how completely inadequate we are to live within our own holiness, that we can strive for that holiness, but that eventually we have to come to the realization that the only one who truly is holy is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And on that night we talked about how we live in a world that is broken because of sin, A world that is broken and that we can see the evidences of that brokenness in our own sins and in the effects of sins that we see around us. And so that's what we decided that night that we were going to reject. We were going to reject those things that were that brokenness in the world. Either our own sins or simply the things that we saw in the world that were the effect of sin, and we were going to try to reject those things out of our lives and the lives of those whom we know. We did that because we know that we have a God who loves beauty and does not love ugliness. Who does not love brokenness, but rather loves wholeness. A God who wants us to be whole. But a God who realizes that we live in a world broken by sin. And perhaps if you've been along with us on that journey, you've seen brokenness around you every place that you've looked. And what we did that night was we took those images and those signs of brokenness and we wrote them on this mirror. And taking a look at this mirror, what we could do that night was that in order to write something down on this mirror, you had to take a look at yourself. And you had to see yourself along with all of those other pictures and notions of what it meant to be broken. And so as you look into this mirror tonight, you see yourself. But you see yourself surrounded by the brokenness in our lives that sin causes You see yourself surrounded by actually 62 things is what ended up on this mirror. 62 of those evidences that we live in a broken world. 62 things that are either sins or the effects of sins. And this is what 
you wrote down, hating myself, failing to speak to God, indifference, interference with daily worship, anger, fear, fear, intolerance, jealousy, jealousy, lust, 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 complacency, feeling invisible, failing the fourth commandment, seeing the worst in others, judgment, stubbornness, bitterness, silence, self-indulgence, disrespect, hatred, regret, judges, pride, pride, carrying it all alone, porn, porn, defeat, laziness, laziness, weakness, cheating, destructive habits, speaking ill of others, untruthfulness, gossip, junk food, addiction, greed, sleeping in, insecurity, judging others, death, not listening, judging based on looks, doubt, impatience, sloth, negative thoughts, listening in, sorrow over the faults of others, drinking, arguing with loved ones, controlling others, mean thoughts, blame, not taking responsibility for my actions. Those are 62 things that reminded somebody that we live in a world that is filled with brokenness. 62 things that reminded someone like you, and perhaps maybe one of those was one of your words. 62 things that reminded you that you need a Savior to come into this world and to rescue you from that brokenness. Isaiah, before Jesus was ever born, before Mary and Joseph were ever born, Isaiah received a prophecy from the Lord about how that Savior was going to come. And we heard about that Savior in Isaiah 52 and 53 tonight. What we heard specifically is, Surely He took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered Him to be be stricken by God, smitten by Him, and afflicted. But He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him, and by His wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. What God did was he said, I'm going to send you a Savior. I'm going to send you someone who will not 
have this brokenness as a part of who he is. He is going to be perfectly innocent. He is going to be perfectly righteous. He's going to be without blemish. He's going to be the only one who could wear a color like this. And cover up our sins with it. But, simply covering up sins, God realized was not enough. No, instead of just covering up sins, God realized that this Savior, this person who was going to come into the world and to save our sins, that this Savior needed to be more than just righteous, more than just innocent, that this Savior needed to be broken. He needed to be broken. For when we hate ourselves. Broken for when we fail to speak to God. Broken when we are indifferent. Broken when things interfere with our daily worship. Broken when we are angry and when we fear. Broken when we're jealous. And the many times that we have lust in our hearts. For when we're complacent, and when we feel invisible. For when we fail the fourth commandment, and see the worst in others. For when we judge, for when we're stubborn. For when we're bitter. For when we're silent. For when we're self-indulgent. For when we disrespect. For when we have hatred in our hearts and regret. For when we have grudges. And pride. And pride. For when we feel like we have to carry it all alone. For when we look at porn. For when we feel defeated. When we feel lazy. When we feel weak. For when we're cheating. For when we have destructive habits. For when we're speaking ill of others. For when we're untruthful. For when we gossip. For even when we eat junk food. For when we have addiction. When we have greed when we sleep in, when we have insecurity, when we're judging others, when we're faced with death, when we're not listening, when we're judging based on looks, when we have doubt, when we are impatient, when we're slothful, when we have negative thoughts, when we're listening in, when we have sorrow over the faults of others, not even our own, when we're drinking, when we're arguing with loved ones, when 
we try to control others. When we have mean thoughts, when we blame. And when we don't take responsibility over our own actions. He was broken like that. And that's just 62 of the reasons that he was broken. You've probably thought up a few more. And yet he willingly allowed himself to be broken on that cross. So that one day you would rise in the resurrection along with him. And your life would no longer be broken. But it would be whole. No longer ugly. But beautiful. That is the Savior that our Lord, God the Father, sent to us. And He looked down upon His Son that day on which He was crucified. And He said this of Him. After the suffering of His soul, He will see the light of His life and be satisfied by His knowledge. My righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death, and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors.